Welcome back, y'all, to another exciting episode of the Outer View NBA show. The postseason is on its way. NBA playoff basketball is back on Saturday. So on this episode, we'll preview some of the notable matchups as we enter the postseason here this weekend. Let's get right into it. regular season has finally concluded. I'm taping this episode on Monday, April the 10th, and we're just a few days away from the NBA playoffs taking place. So tomorrow we'll have two playing games. The first game that's taking place will be the Atlanta Hawks and the Miami Heat. Then we'll have the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't think that the Lakers will have any issue taking care of of the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Timberwolves will be out, will be without Rudy Gobert and Jaden McDaniels. Gobert will be serving a one-game suspension due to an altercation that took place on Sunday's matchup, and Jaden McDaniels broke his hand, so he will not be available for the rest of the season. On Wednesday, we'll have another pair of playing games. We'll have the Chicago Bulls taking on the Toronto Raptors. And Pelicans taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder. So we have exciting basketball to play in. These guys will be solidifying, uh, locking in the seventh and eighth seed for both conferences. But what I'm most excited is for basketball on Saturday. I'm excited for playoff basketball, basketball that matters. Basketball where everyone's just pitting their all out and, and just competing at a high level. The regular season is great, of course, but the playoffs is Playoffs is really where great basketball is played, and and we get to see players play at a high competitive level. So I'm excited for that. What I really wanted to get into is some of the notable matchups that will be taking place this weekend. I know not all the matchups are locked in yet, but from the matchups that are locked in, there's a lot of exciting basketball to be played. So all right, so one of the matchups that is sticking out to me and I'm excited to watch is the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Phoenix Suns. This is going to be a matchup for the century. Both teams are filled with a lot of talent. We know the Phoenix Suns is a completely different team. After making that trade for Kevin Durant, they have a real shot of action coming out the Western Conference and potentially winning an NBA championship. I know a lot of people may disagree, but I think the Los Angeles Clippers have just as much potential to do the same thing. It's kind of unfortunate that we're seeing this matchup so early in the postseason, but I mean, for basketball lovers, it's great that we're going to be able to see great basketball being played right away. One unfortunate thing for the Los Angeles Clippers is it seems like as of right now, Paul George will not be available for this matchup. He uh, sustained a serious leg injury a few weeks ago, and it does not seem like he'll be healed. He'll be healed fast enough in order to participate in this game or in this series. It's definitely going to be a big disadvantage for the Los Angeles Clippers, the fact that they don't have Paul George on their side. But fortunate enough for the Los Angeles Clippers, they have a deep team. They have Norman Powell, who can step up and he can uh, put up big points um, from night to night. They have Terrence Mann, who's a pretty versatile player. He can play some great defense. 
Uh, offensively, he's, he's not too dynamic of a player, but he can chip in and and he does his job really well. And the Clippers added Russell Westbrook, who he's been playing um, pretty well since he joined the squad. He's been putting up some pretty good numbers. He's been playing a lot better than he was playing on the Los Angeles Lakers. So the Phoenix Suns, uh, they're definitely going to be up for a battle against the Los Angeles Clippers, Kawhi versus Kevin, which is going to be a wonderful matchup between those two guys. The Los Angeles Clippers have a number of players that they can throw at, at Devin Booker. They can throw Terrence Mann, who I think can do a decent job on him defensively. They can also throw Norman Powell on him, who is not, he's, he, I think he's a little shorter than Devin Booker, but Norman Powell is a solid defender and he can contain Devin Booker to some degree. So it's going to be exciting to see these guys go at it. Of course, the matchup between Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. Uh, Chris Paul is, I think he's going to be playing at a high level. The fact that he will not have to carry a high load on the offensive end because Kevin Durant is now on the team will help him significantly. He can rest a little more. They won't have to play him significant minutes. They can throw Devin Booker at the point guard position when Chris Paul is on the bench or campaign has shown that he can be a reliable backup point guard when required. The Phoenix Suns, they really do have a really good squad and they have a number of pieces. I don't think TJ Warren is is healthy yet. I think he still may be out dealing with an injury. They still do have Terrence Ross, who they acquired after the deadline via the buyout market. So, and DeAndre Ayn is still there. So, I mean, the Phoenix Suns have a really deep squad. I think their main issue going into the series is they don't really have a lot of continuity they didn't have that time to really build that chemistry out during the regular season because Kevin Durant was injured for such a significant portion of his time since he's been with the Phoenix Suns. But the great thing about Kevin Durant is he's such a versatile, uh, flawless player that it will be fairly easy to integrate him with any team just because he can score in a myriad of different ways. If you need him to play a little iso- isolation basketball, he can do that. If you need him to come off pin downs, he can do that. If you need him to play out of the post, he can do that. So he can score in so many different ways. They can use him in so many different ways. I think he will still be able to kind of integrate himself quite easily with the Phoenix Suns. The only issue is they really need Kevin Durant to be to be that guy from day one. They can't have Kevin Durant easing his way in. He has to be on goal mode and he has to show those guys that, yes, I've won an NBA championship. I've received two final MVPs and I'm that guy. So you guys Come on my back and let me carry you guys uh, to victory. And if he can do that from from game one, the Phoenix Suns uh, will will be in great hands. We haven't seen Kevin Durant always do that uh, throughout his career. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. That's probably one of the biggest things to watch for. How quickly he's able to integrate himself and really force his way in into that number one option. The Los Angeles Clippers, everybody knows their role. There's one person who may not know the Rose Westbrook. Um, hopefully, he can kind of just stay in control. But they need him to be really aggressive on offense. I mean, considering that Paul George will not be playing, uh, he's going to have to take more of an offensive role. But he still needs to be able to peel it back every now and then and, and realize that this is Kawhi Leonard's team. Everything should go through Kawhi Leonard. And you guys are there in support of Kawhi Leonard and making the game easier for him so he can make the game easier for everybody else. We'll see how that series plays out. If I had to put my money on it, I think I'd go with the Phoenix Suns just because Paul George is not playing. If something changes and Paul George is available, I am going with the Los Angeles Clippers. They were my pick to win the NBA championship this season. So 
This is going to be an exciting, exuberant series. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great basketball being played at a high level. And that is my selection. Another exciting series that I want to talk about Wiz, is the series with the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings surprised everybody this season. Nobody expected them to be this great of a team. They finished third in the Western Conference. They've been playing basketball at a high level. Sabonis has been playing phenomenal. De'Aaron Foss has been playing phenomenal. Their supporting cast has been doing their job. Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, everybody has been doing what they've had to do for the Sacramento Kings. Offensively, they've been a juggernaut. They're top three in offensive rating. Where their problem lies is defensively. They haven't been able to stop anyone defensively this season. They've had a lot of ups and downs on the defensive end. And I think, I want to say they finished uh, in the bottom half Defensively, I think not even in the bottom half. They finished, I think, between 25 and 30th defensively, which is which is not good. In order to be successful in the postseason, defense is a big factor in that. And if the Sacramento Kings want to be successful in any sort of way in the postseason, they'll have to figure out how to clamp up defensively and really lock in on that end of the floor. De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis are not known to be great defenders, so that may be an issue. I don't know how... They're going to be able to kind of just transform their game and just automatically just lock in defense. So they haven't really shown an ability to do so. This is going to be De'Aaron Fox first time really playing in the postseason. So there's going to there may be some issues there with the Sacramento Kings defensively. We'll see how they play the Golden State Warriors. I mean, I think they've also had their their share of issues. Stephen Curry has missed a significant amount of time due to injuries. Andrew Wiggins has been out of the lineup due to uh, some personal reasons. The Golden State Warriors haven't really had a, they haven't had, I guess, a full squad uh, for a large part of their season. But the great thing is this team, this is the same nucleus that won last season. So I think they won't have too big of a, of an issue kind of just reintegrating everybody into the lineup and kind of refiguring out that chemistry. This is a team that has done it before. They kind of know what roles that everybody has to play in order to be successful. So it's just a matter of them just really locking in. And the only thing that I'm really concerned about is they didn't really get this full season to, to build great habits uh, throughout the season. And that just may have been an issue due to fatigue. I mean, they're, they're coming off winning a championship. They played all the way into June. So that may have played a big role, but I don't think the Golden State Warriors will have any issue beating the Sacramento Kings. I mean, that's who I have coming out on top in this series. But my only issue is, do they have enough, I guess, can they lock in enough defensively and can they really figure out chemistry issues and all of that other stuff after this series? Because it's just going to become even harder and harder after each series. And I mean, I think they can just, I mean, the fact that the fact that the Phoenix Suns, the Los Angeles Clippers are going to be battling it out in the first round plays in the Golden State Warriors favor significantly. So that's good for them. They won't have to deal. They only have to deal with one of those teams as opposed to two of those teams. I think those would have probably been their toughest matchups. And now that they only have to play one of those teams plays, it plays, it's, 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 it's a big deal for them. So the Golden State Warriors may shock a lot of people, and I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if they win the finals, but I think that the Los Angeles Clippers and the Phoenix Suns are a better team than the Golden State Warriors. And if the Golden State Warriors are to face any of those teams, I do think they will lose.
The last and final series that I did want to preview is the New York Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's going to be exciting. Eastern Conference basketball. Both teams are not that great offensively. The New York Knicks, Jalen Brunson, he's had a phenomenal season. Donovan Mitchell has had a phenomenal season. I think it's going to be one of those underrated series. I do have the Cleveland Cavaliers as a team that will come out on top. I think they're a little bit deeper on the offensive end. They have more players that can do more things. Donovan Mitchell, he's an offensive juggernaut. Darius Garland is he's one of the more talented point guards in the league. He's dynamic as a shot maker, as a creator. So he can do so many different things offensively and it's it's gonna be very difficult for the Knicks to really stop that and I guess one other thing is Julius Randle will have to figure out a way how to score around Evan Mobley and Jared Allen so that will help that will help the Cleveland Cavaliers significantly because they have such a large defensive presence and the fact that uh Randall who is their best offensive player will have to go up against those guys on a nightly matchup will be very difficult for the Knicks to overcome in this series. So that's my pick for the Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers matchup. The Cleveland will should be able to come out on top with this win. There's so many exciting matchups throughout this postseason, but those are the three that stood out to me. Now let's get into our next segment where I give my picks to come out the East and the Western Conference. The team that I have coming out of the Eastern Conference is no other than the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics nucleus has been together for a long period of time. They have continuity. They know how to play together. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown continue to improve each year. Marcus Smart, ever since he was moved to the point guard position, it seems like we're getting the best out of him. He has an advantage on the offensive end because he's bigger than most point guards that he's going up against offensively. Defensively, he's still a juggernaut. He's a player that can switch literally one through five. They present a lot of challenges for a number of the teams in the Eastern Conference. Surprisingly, they match up really well against Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks, who at this point may be their toughest matchup in the Eastern Conference. Respectively, both teams are first and second in the East. I don't really think that the the Milwaukee Bucks have an answer for Jason Tatum. Middleton, yeah, you could stick him on, but as we've seen in the past, Giannis does tire himself felt pretty quickly. If he has to exert too much energy on the offensive and defensive end, I just see him getting tired out. And just the fact that the Boston Celtics have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, two players that can go at Giannis, every possession, it's going to be hard for the Milwaukee Bucks to really come on on top and beat the Boston Celtics. Reason number two as to why I have Boston Celtics as the selection to come out is they have youth with experience. One thing about the Boston Celtics is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are no older than 26 years old. They're still young. They're not even in the prime of their career. So they still have those young legs. I know that they probably have miles on, on their legs just because they've been playing a lot of playoff basketball as of recently, but they're still sharp. They're still improving and they still have that youthfulness that will help them when playoff basketball starts. They added depth to the team, which helped them, um, navigate throughout the regular season. So that's going to play big dividends for them. The fact that they have uh, all the depth that they got during the offseason and they have those young legs to go through a deep playoff run. The last and final reason as to why I think Boston will be the team that comes out of the postseason is they're determined. 
They got close to winning the NBA championship last season. They got a taste of almost winning an NBA championship. And it is shown through their determination and how they started the season this year. They set the tone that they wanted to be a great offensive and defensive team. And they've been just that this entire season. They tailed off at some points during the season, but I think that's common amongst teams um, through 82 game schedule. So like I said, man, the Boston Celtics have all the reason in the world to have the confidence of this year. Their toughest opponent is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. But I just think that Boston, the experience that they have, the continuity that they have, and the determination that they came in the season with, they're going to be a tough opponent for anybody when the postseason starts. And that's why they're the team that I have to come out to Eastern Conference when the playoffs begin. All right, y'all. So now let's get into my selection in the Western Conference. I have to go with the Phoenix Suns. I know the Phoenix Suns haven't played a lot together. They don't have the chemistry that the Boston Celtics may have. But what the Phoenix Suns do have is a lot of talent. They went ahead and they acquired Kevin Durant. And just that name alone makes them a problem in the Western Conference. They have one of the best scorers to ever play this game. Kevin Durant is a matchup problem for anybody on the court. The fact that they have him and they still have Devin Booker that can play second fiddle to Kevin Durant makes the Phoenix Suns dangerous for anybody that they may go up against in the Western Conference. They're going to be an offensive problem for a lot of different teams. Teams won't have answers for them on offense. They're going to have a hard time containing those two guys on the defensive end. Then they have the maestro in Chris Paul, who will be able to control the tempo. Yeah, Chris Paul is not a dynamic scorer. Yeah, we know that Chris Paul does have a tough time staying healthy, but I think that the fact that he will not have to be relied upon a lot in the postseason will help him tremendously. If they can keep his minutes down and try to save him for when they get deeper in the postseason, it'll play big dividends for the Phoenix Suns. So like I said, just that name alone, Kevin Durant makes the Phoenix Suns a problem in the playoffs. Second reason is depth. The Phoenix Suns did a great job of surrounding their nucleus when they acquired Kevin Durant. Yes, they had to give up Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges, but they're able to acquire TJ Warren and Terrence Ross on top of having Kevin Durant being acquired at the deadline. So the Phoenix Suns have a lot of depth at the forward position, and that's what you need in order to be a successful team in the postseason. You need switchable guys at the wing position that can make shots, who could defend multiple positions, and the Phoenix Suns have just that. They're going to be a big matchup problem for many teams in the postseason, and the fact that they have players who have experience, this is a team that has gotten to the finals. Yeah, I know they didn't win in the finals, but they have guys that have won a championship, or I'll say Kevin Durant has won a championship. So now they have a leader that can kind of lead them and play in that number one role when the game has mattered the most. Yeah, I know Kevin Durant hasn't had to lead a team, hurt at all, but Kevin Durant is a problem. He has a great supporting cast around him. Devin Booker is going to help him tremendously. DeAndre Ayn is going to help him tremendously. He has shooters that are surrounding him. Chris Paul, who's a maestro, who's a dynamic point guard. Phoenix Suns have the right pieces to be successful when the postseason begins. And I think that they're probably one of the better teams in the Western Conference. Their biggest challenge to me will be the Los Angeles Clippers. But I just don't know if I can trust the Los Angeles Clippers to stay healthy throughout the duration of the postseason. So I got to go with the Phoenix Suns as my selection 
to come out the Western Conference. Let me know your thoughts in your comments below. Be sure to like, subscribe, and I'm out.